Yoo-hoo! And welcome back, everyone, to Stu on This. Thank you so much for listening. I am Stu Bittman, and this week's episode is called Whatever Seems to be Missing, Give. In our last Tuesday virtual gathering called The Warrior Circle, I talked about this spiritual idea. Whatever seems to be lacking or missing, or whatever we might be concerned about losing in the future, we can give. Whether it's freedom or love, joy, peace, or even abundance. This is a beautiful idea for a lot of reasons. First of all, you and I might hope for them or try to attract them into our life, but what feels much truer to me is that they're all inside jobs and that they don't come into the world, they don't come into existence until they are expressed by somebody, until they come through somebody, until they're radiated from somebody. So why not you and me? Another reason is when we do express these things, when we do squeeze out, which is what express literally means, one of these things, the first one to experience that beautiful uh, feeling is you and me. And if we pay attention, we find out that after we've expressed and given any of these things, we have more of that than we did before. Anyway, it's a beautiful idea, and I must have been listening, because two days later, I started my day, uh, weirdly, attempting to figure out how to post a price for our next monthly virtual gathering. I found myself increasingly frustrated because I couldn't figure it out. Hillary thankfully woke up at that point, and I happily surrendered (laughs) that task and joined her for our morning meditation. And in that meditation, the idea came to me very strongly to return to a way of being and a way of doing business that she and I had done for 25 years and loved doing for 25 years, a way that feels righter than ever in this crazy world, both for the world and for us. A lot of you know that in the last 12 years of our 24 years in chiropractic practice, we we ran it with a box on the wall, which essentially meant folks could put in the most money they could afford or thought they could afford for their adjustment. And then on our next 12 years in, in ministry, we offered everything we did on a love offering basis, which is just a different name for the same thing. And then when we retired two years ago, we abandoned that for some reason. And in my meditation the other day, I decided to go back to it. Just as it did when it came to me 25 years ago, it brought a little fear. And helpfully, just as she did 25 years ago, when Hillary heard about it, she got completely and joyfully on board. So what that means is everything we now currently offer, including our personal counseling, our coaching, our monthly virtual events, even the few products we sell, will be shared with everyone on a love-offering basis, on a pay-the-most-you-can basis. This feels incredibly right and incredibly timely and the perfect way for us to give what we feel is potentially missing in the world. Hillary and I have been feeling constricted and shut down and even locked down at times, and this feels inclusive and open and expansive. We've been feeling stagnant, and this feels like a strong, intentional moving forward. We've been worried about our freedoms, and this feels very freeing. And we've been feeling 
the pervasive fear, of course, and this feels immensely hopeful. You know, there are a lot of reasons why I've always loved doing the box on the wall and, and giving ourselves away in this way. But back in the day when someone asked me why we were doing this, my short answer was always, this is our way of creating the kind of world we want to live in. So it feels really good to be bringing into the world the very things I'm most worried about losing in the new normal. And if enough of us do that, there's no way those things can disappear. Oh, God, breathe that in. So again, offering our stuff and our services uh, for the most people can pay. This is our way. This is our way to bring what we feel is missing into the world. This is our way to create the kind of world we want to live in. This is, this is our way to give ourselves away. But we all can do that. We all can do that in our own unique way. No one can express those beautiful values and those beautiful principles exactly as you do. If anyone on the planet seems to have given more love or given more peace or given more of themselves, it was probably because he or she just believed in themselves more or practiced expressing these things more. You and I can give of these things freely because we're, we are all these things. These things are what we are. And each of us offers a unique combination of them. I got this list from one of my old podcasts. Each of us offers a unique combination of skill, confidence, energy, creativity, playfulness, maturity, talent, openness, knowledge, focus, experience, patience, friendliness, kindness, understanding, acceptance, reliability, gentleness, strength, Motivation, commitment, sincerity, honesty, insight, and compassion. Wow. Isn't that a list of just some of the things we want to see in the world? We want to see staying in the world? You know, perhaps the best thing about giving what we feel is missing is that it helps us rediscover what's most important to us, our deepest values, our, our most abiding principles. And it makes it easier for us to have those principles guide our choices. It makes it easier for us to base our idea of quote-unquote doing the right thing on something a lot more solid and more eternal than what we hear from the government or media or even other people. I can't imagine anything righter right now than bringing more of these kind of values into the world. And I haven't seen a ton of evidence maybe that that's happening. So beyond being told what the right thing is, we can all focus a little more on using and following our own inner guidance system. This whole thing has reminded me how easy it is for me to slip away from my own principles, <clears throat> excuse me, and therefore how important it is for me to continually check in to see if my choices are aligned with my principles. Because I don't know about you, but in order to create the kind of world I want to live in, I choose to keep changing my choices in order to suit my principles rather than changing my principles in order to suit my choices.
I'm going to say that again. To create the kind of world I want to live in, I choose to keep changing my choices in order to suit my principles rather than changing my principles in order to suit my choices. Hey, I would have told you last week I was doing that. But I see now how easy it is for me to delude myself. So I'm asking us all to check in and take stock of how well our choices are aligned with the principles we believed a year ago. The principles we want to see in the world, the principles we want the world to be based on, so we can all create that kind of world together. Stew on that. See you next week.